was in debt. I had bill collectors. I had no money. I had no job. I had uh, accumulated a lot and I lost it all, but I learned the hard way. But we get to a point in life where it's not so easy to grow anymore. And a lot of people don't get through that. You know, it's, it's an obstacle they can't get over. And I've had a million of those in my life. These traps, these growth traps that I get into where I didn't know exactly what the next step was. I learned during that time frame that if I got up and just worked hard every single day and worked towards a goal and was just consistent with it, I will build myself into a better person. The best way I can help other people is to give them access to the things I have access to, right? We're, we're highlighting entrepreneurs who have been through struggles, who have built from nothing, they're self-made, and they're showing people how they did it. I think that's what's in me today, that I don't feel like there's anything in front of me I can't get past, as long as I'm willing to put in the work. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's all about putting in the work, Ralph. My most uncomfortable moments were my biggest growth. Hello, beautiful. I'm Rebecca Davi, and you're listening to The Rebecca Davi Show, empowering people around the world. How are you doing, Ralph? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us. So you're all about like eliminating generational poverty. But I want to go way back into your journey. It was around 2008 when the financial crash hit. And that's when you went from rock bottom to sky high. But tell us about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I got into mortgages uh, in real estate in about 2001. And it was a nice ride up to 2008. And the market crashed. And um I really didn't know how to pivot. I didn't know what was going on. It was kind of just a free fall. And it wasn't like that market went from, you know, it was a little bit of a reduction. It went from a lot to, to nothing. Yeah. So yeah. it was, it was, um, you know, for me, it was, it was something that was very, very humbling, but it was also something that really built a lot of skills in me that I still do use to this day. Whereas I had uh, accumulated a lot at that point and I lost it all and I had to kind of start over, but I now I started over with all this debt. So, um, it was just learning the, like the real principles of what to do with your finances and the right way. But I learned the hard way. I learned by making the mistakes. And um, I unfortunately tend to learn that way in general. I need to make the mistakes to learn that way. But I, it really put some principles in me of not to be over leveraged in one thing more than another. And at that point, I was really over leveraged in real estate, um, not to gamble completely. You know, there's a place to be risky and a place not to be risky all the time. Uh, and just really it started to put me down a path of, of building stuff long-term and thinking long-term instead of, hey, this is the hot thing right now. Let me go 100% in on it, which is really what I was doing at the time. Yes, I, I guess that makes you think of the importance of network, connections, and so on. Yeah, you know, you know what? That's such a good point. And, and, I, and I think my biggest problem at the time was that I didn't have a network, really, because I was at one company really most of the time and, and I was doing very well there and I just didn't think I needed to know anybody else. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can just perform really well here at a very, very high level and you know, there's nothing standing in my way. And then when, when the, the world came to an end for a year, I, I, um, I didn't have a lot of people to go to. So mm-hmm. I really started over. It was like a seven-year training program for me, but I started over with almost nothing. And you know, I finally gave somebody, got somebody to give me an opportunity that was a, a, somebody within my network, but it was really, really difficult because I didn't focus on that. And that is for sure something that you should focus on. That brings me to one of your, your quotes. You said success is a mindset, nothing more. And, and I love that. And I feel, I feel like when you adopt a mindset and know that oh, you can persevere regardless of what happens, you will get to where you need to be. You're a thousand percent right. I learned during that time frame that if I got up and just worked hard every single day and worked towards a goal and was just consistent with it, right? And I didn't want to be consistent. It was dark. It was, you know, trying every single day. I was in debt. I had bill collectors. I had no money. I had no job. Um, I think I was through three companies in two years at that point because I kept going places and I kept closing. Yeah, so it, it was just, um, 
But I think I learned during that time, like I just got to get up and do the same thing every single day. If I get up and do the same thing every single day, I will build myself into a better person, into a better networker, into a better worker. And, and, and with that will come wealth and um, a better model than I had before. And, and that's really what I did. It just makes me think of not being comfortable. I, you know, I think at, at my most uncomfortable moments were my biggest growth, right? Like I, I, that's where I found my most growth is when I was most uncomfortable. And I actually have a book coming out that's based around this topic, right? Mm -hmm. Growth traps, you know, from when we're born to about the age of 18, Growing is very easy, or it's it's easiest in most cases that we get bigger, we get stronger, we get smarter, we get, and it's because everything's uncomfortable. We're just learning, and, and stuff's happening naturally. But we get to a point in life where it's not so easy to grow anymore, and a lot of people don't get through that. You know, it's it's an obstacle they can't get over. And I've had a million of those in my life. These traps, these growth traps that I get into, where I didn't know exactly what the next step was, and and you know, in two thousand eight, I kind of froze. Yeah. Um, where, where I was just like. I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know where to go. I don't know how, to, I just was too prideful to admit that I had failed. So that kind of kept me going, but I was in this growth trap where I didn't know how to push myself to a new level. So at some point I woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to work every single day towards it. And I, you know, I, I think that's what's in me today that I don't feel like there's anything in front of me. I can't get past as long as I'm willing to put in the work. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's all about putting in the work, Ralph. In two years of being in this business, I had built a level of success just by working hard and being consistent every single day, it wasn't like there was anything special. But what I learned most about it is that instead of having somebody force me against the wall where I had no other choices, what if I just started putting my own back against the wall and not giving myself the options to quit or get out of it? If I did that, would I, could I be successful? And that's what I really started doing. I just started giving myself, hey, you don't have a choice. You have to do this. You have to grow. Don't worry about being uncomfortable. Just do the work. And once I started getting into that mindset, um, you know, there were things that tested me a million times over and I didn't always come through with flying colors, but ultimately I got myself to where I am now, but, but with that kind of mindset. You're a powerful gent, Ralph. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> 20, that sparked everything off for you, especially with the horrendous passing away of George Floyd. You know, when that specifically incident happened in George Floyd and all this, the, the tragedy with George Floyd and um, I live, uh, I'm in New Jersey right now, but I'm, I'm in New York City. I grew up in New York City. I'm around New York City. And Particularly, uh, and it was going on everywhere, but they were, there was marches and riots and protesting yeah. every single day. And I don't watch the news that much, but at that point, I was waking up every single day to watch the news, and it was heartbreaking. You know, I was just like, "This isn't. This doesn't feel like it's helping." Um, and I, and I was like, "I want to be part of this. I want to show my support, but I don't think that that's the best use of my time to march or to protest or to do anything that." that I felt like may not be adding. So I think the best way I can help other people is to give them access to the things I have access to, right? I'm not as worried as a lot of these other people are worried about because I have access to a network that I can generate money out of. I have access to a network that I can buy real estate out of, that I can start businesses out of. I have all this access, but so how do I share that? Um, so we started a scholarship program. Um, we picked four people, I think the first time. And the concept was, is that I was going to pay them a salary for six months mm -hmm. and they were going to get licenses, either a licensed loan officer in mortgages or a licensed realtor in real estate. I was going to give them the option, but I was going to give them access to my whole entire network and they could choose what they wanted to do. And at the end of six months, I wanted them to be licensed. And the, the first program uh, probably was a little bit rocky because I just, decided, I was like, I'm doing this. And I went and did it like within the 30 days. It wasn't like a well thought out plan. So it, it was, we learned on the job, you know, we got through the program and, and three out of four people were licensed by the end of the program. And the fourth person had a job within my organization. And yeah. then from there we moved on and, and we added two more people and we added another two people and I'm doing it in small groups. But my concept is, is that I don't, I come from 
you know, meager beginnings. My family was very, very hardworking and I didn't knew that I didn't have a lot, but we didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? And like they didn't have anything necessarily to hand me to, to do anything with. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was able to do it on my, on my own anyway. So I'm trying to show people that you can do it on your own, but I'd like to make that, that trip a little bit easier. And if I can, by educating you or by giving you access to things, then, then that's what I'm going to do. So that's what we've been working on since that, that, that started and we're still working on it to this day. Ah, that's incredible. It's even more so incredible, the fact that you're giving these people the resources that you lacked during the, the financial crash. Yeah, that, I, w you know, I, wish, I wish I had that more than anything at that time, because that was the scariest thing. And, and for me, I was one of the most successful people in my group, right? Um, yeah. So when, when I wasn't successful anymore, that had become my identity. And I didn't know how to quit or show, show that I had lost or I had made mistakes and all the stuff. So I suffered kind of in silence and I fought my way through it, which I wish I had somebody like me or somebody around me that would say, hey, this is normal. This is the stuff that goes on. This is how you get out of it. And I didn't have that. So that's part of like, even what we're going through now, like we just went through a very, very up real estate market, uh, you know, and everybody's done very, very well. We're going to see, I don't think we're, we're not going to see any kind of market crashes. I don't believe that because I think this is a very different market, but we're going to see some sort of recession. It's going to get harder. You know, I, I like that I have the experience at this point because most people who are, you know, 27, 28 or under have never been through a recession before. It's been an mm -hmm. up market pretty much for all they can remember of their adult life, right? So I just want to, I want to be able to share what I've been through uh, to, to, so they can avoid, you can be fine through these things, but you have to take the right, the right path. In terms of like your mental health, because you have to be mentally strong, especially doing real estate. What are some of the things that you've done to help yourself like mentally throughout your journey? The physical aspect of it definitely plays into it. And I, I'm, um, I'm a fitness person every single day of my life, you know, whether that means I walk or I run or whatever, but I get up and do something every single morning because I think it helps me with the stress of it. Right. And it also gives me another outlet. That's not, um, that's not business related. It gives me another outlet for something that I can strive to be better at. That doesn't have to do with my business every single day. So I think we need outlets and I think we need stuff that helps. So, so that definitely helps. Um, I also, didn't do this my whole life, but now over the last like four or five years, it's become part of my routine. I read every single day. I try to educate myself every single day. I listen to people's stories or self-development books or something like that. But I want to hear people's stories who have struggled through things, have had problems, who have made mistakes and have come back from it. And that always, I think if I had access to podcasts and audiobooks in 2008 or 2007 or 2006, I'd be a lot better person than I am today because that's a lot of what I do now to educate myself. And it's good to hear how normal some of these very successful people are and how they had the same issues. They went through these problems. I think that when it happened for me, probably because for my own doing, I felt like I was alone, right? Like there was a lot of people in my industry going through it, but I didn't really care about them. I was like, this is terrible. Things like this have happened before. What am I going to do? I think by feeding my brain with more information like I do today, it really helps me cope with the rest of it. Great advice there, Ralph. <laughs> Your work has been so amazing that you've gone into create the Disruptors Network, which started as a webinar, and now it's gone on to become a TV show. So tell us more about that and where you plan on taking that. You know, the show really is based around the same concept I originally built it around was we're highlighting entrepreneurs who have been through struggles, who have built from nothing, they're self-made, and they're showing people how they did it. Um, this year, we have some higher level people. We have some people who are more well-known in the public. We have an NBA player, an NFL player. We have some really, really good guests this year. Um, but they're the same story, right? They came from one place to another place, and they built a business around themselves, mostly 
through their own hard work. So what would you say to like the, the listeners or the viewers who are currently feel stuck or they lack hope? What advice would you give to them? I think the most important thing is that there's no right way to do things, right? Like, you know, I wake up early every single day. I wake up at, at 4.30, but you don't have to wake up at 4.30 to be successful. And I think that's what people, people have so much followed one thing every single day. I think you have to find what fits your passion and what would what fit your body. Like even sleep, like I'm an early person. I just function better early, but some people function better at night, right? So like you have to find what your power hours are, first of all, and then find out what you're passionate about. What you do every single day may not be your passion, but but is it building a foundation so you can do what you want and what you're passionate about every single day? And I think you can turn anything into that. Like my passion really lies around educating people, training people, helping other people. I'm really a team person. I like building around me, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't love mortgages, but mortgages allows me to do the other things I love to do. I like real estate. I like building my real estate portfolio. I like that portion of it, right? So the mortgages funds that, and that helps me train and teach other people. You have to sometimes find a way to get into your passion, but I think if you do what you're passionate about every single day, then you'll never lose, right? It, you know, and And the other thing is too, is that, you don't realize this until you get to a certain place financially, but I think that we all believe that if we make a lot of money, that it's going to solve all our issues. It doesn't solve the problem, right? You could get to a place where you have all this money and you're still not doing what you love every single day. And it's never going to feel right. It's going to expose it more, to be honest with you. It's going to say, well, now I have all these things I thought I wanted. And now I have these things and it's not, I still don't feel like, so I think no matter what you do, listen, money makes things easier for sure. But I think no matter what you do, you have to find a way to, do what you love every single day or do it something that makes you happy every single day. And if you do that, you'll find success. I love that. For people who want to get into real estate, what would you say like the, the early steps for them to take? Finding a mentor is, is very, very important. Finding a person that's doing it the right way. Social media has put us in a place and I, and social media has been very, very good for me and my business. And it's got a very, very strong place in the business world at this point in general. But I think that it shows people the wrong way sometimes that they think everything comes easy and quick because they see people doing it on social media. So first of all, people are only going to show you what they want to show you most of the time. So that maybe not be honestly what it is. That's first. And secondly, we don't know what the hours and years that went behind. So I think find the first of all, find the person that's doing it the right way. And that's willing to give you the information to help you do it the right way first and build that foundation. So whatever that is, and that, and, and the best thing of it now is we have more access to all everything, right? To information, to people, to networks, we have all this information. So I would just, if it was me, I was starting over today with nothing. I would go find the way to educate myself the most um, with the, with, with the best people I could find that would, were willing to help me. I would start there. Um, you know, getting your license as a realtor or a loan officer in mortgages is just studying for a test and passing. And it's not the hardest thing in the world. It's not easy, but it's not hard. But after that, then what are you going to do? So I think that to do it, you have to find the right person that's going to teach you. And from that, you can buy real estate and build generational wealth and build your own portfolio, but you have to start somewhere. And I think uh, to have a solid, solid foundation, you have to start with the right people around you. I admire your perseverance and the fact that you're all about giving back to the community, which I think is so, so important. Where do you envision yourself in like 20 years from now? Uh, that's a good question. So I, I, I think I used to say by my early 40s, I want to be retired, right? I want, And now I'm in my early 40s and, and I'm just like, I, I don't think I'll ever retire, right? I just, and it's not, I just, I need to be active. And I think in 20 years, I'd like to be educating more, right? I'd like to be teaching more. I'd like to be training more. I'd like to, um, you know, my my motto for Disruptors Network because I want to build uh, leaders, not followers, right? I'd like every single day, I'm trying to build leaders and not followers. So 
I'd like to see the people that I've helped build at this big successful place. And I'd like past that to be continuing to educate people through whatever platform I'm using. Um, and I hope it'll be Disruptors Network still at that point, but um, to continue to educate people to be the best, best version of themselves. And that's enough payment for me. I, I promise you it is. Like in 20 years, I hope to be doing that. Oh, you will be doing that. And plus more, Ralph. It's going to be huge. Thank you. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Ralph, how can the viewers and the listeners, how can they get in contact with you? So my website is uh, ralphdebugnara.com. It's D-I-B-U-G-N-A-R-A.com. And Instagram is great for me. Um, I'm, that's probably where I'm most active. And that's at debug, D-I-B-U-G. Um, and if you message me there, I, I will respond. Amazing, Ralph. I said you you are absolutely incredible and I look forward to seeing you in like 20 years from now doing amazing things, absolutely smashing it on socials as you always do and just creating an amazing, amazing impact. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Do what you love every single day and if you do that, you'll find success.